Hello and welcome to Surveyor Says, the podcast from the National Society of Professional Surveyors. Each week, we bring you fascinating guests that are involved in the profession of surveying. We cover a lot of ground, including table lay talk with Gary Kent, point of order with the NSPS Joint Government Affairs Team, future focus, highlighting current and future leaders of the profession, and everything survey-related in between. Thanks for joining us here on the podcast and hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of Surveyor Says. Hello and welcome to another episode of Surveyor Says. This is Tim Birch and I'm on location actually in Palm Beach, Florida for the SMS annual conference and we've just finished up a Con- uh, conversation with uh, with a group about what NSPS is up to. We got to talking about the promotion of the profession. Who are we, and how do we get our how do we get our message across about who we are and what we do? And uh, I got to be honest, I uh, I happened upon a very interesting lady that um, uh, I I like what's the what's the old saying? I like the cut of her jib. I like the way she thinks. <laughs> I think I liked her message. And so bottom line is, I think uh, it's a great message to share. Um, with me today is Melissa Seitzinger. Very good. Um, Melissa, tell us a little bit about you, because I, I, like I said, the, just the, the initial conversation we had about some things was fantastic. And so uh, sure. I think we need to share this. I think it's, uh, it's great, to, great to hear your thoughts. It's just, it, your presentation was a very specific um, I'll call it passion project of mine over the years, although I didn't know I was doing that. Um, Me, in 25 words or less, I started, I graduated high school, uh, went to a CAD technician course. Um, I started working for Allen Nobles and Associates in 98 that same year as a survey director. Um, I was there, I don't know, three or four years. I was, you know, young. Um, but I drifted away from survey drafting and got into civil engineering drafting after that. So I was exposed to all things engineering and all the which is a good thing intricacies. It's a good thing they provide. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I was able to do there and was to take the passion and professionalism that Alan showed me in his firm and carry it over, even as a technician, and exp- begin that very baby conversation and the spark in my brain which was wait a minute why aren't they why why is the engineer the PE being dismissive and being almost derogatory about the foundation of their design exactly right that and it's a level of education it's a level of certification you have to take a test and you put in the effort and the time but not only in the education to attain a license, but in your everyday, right? Right. That although, like we said before, although surveyors as a whole may have a problem with authority and don't fit into a box quite as well right. as an engineering group, <laughs> yep. but we're treasure hunters. It's what we do. We like yes. to find the monumentation. We want to solve a problem. We want to solve the puzzle. We are Indiana right? Jones. We are. <laughs> I've been wearing the wrong hat this yeah. whole time. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I was able to, even early in my career, begin that conversation and really have in the back of my brain whenever talking to another profession um, or professional to explain that, no, th- this is the foundation of it is much more important and integral to everything you do all day long than you think. Um, 
I carried that forward through all the civil drafting I did. Um, the city of Tallahassee Electric Department, when I was there, we used to stake out lime, right? Um, and instead of just walking it off, I would explain, okay, you, you really should get the right of way located. Well, it's right here. No, 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 no. <laughs> right? Um, and then I was lucky enough to come back into survey about five years ago. Um, Alan Nobles hired me again. Um, but I'm currently with uh, LJA survey out of Texas. Um, but the entire time, you know, you give a presentation, and I shifted from drafting to project management and then finally into business development. So now, in the last four years, I have really come into this presentations for utilities directly with engineering firms. Any opportunity I have, um, my favorite ones are when you're giving a presentation to a group of realtors. Right. And you get to explain that maybe there's more to this checkbox than I just kind of need a lot survey that goes in the back of the folder. Exactly. That's my, that's my favorite 12-minute presentation that I've put together is, listen, this is a profession. This is, this is what we do, and this is why it should cost more than $300 to locate four corners. It's not just four corners. Right. Right. It's not just four corners. And if you're doing a layout of an actual home, it's definitely not four corners. Right. Right. There's a lot of must and shall in a statute. Yes. And not, well, you might kind of should get it kind of in the exactly. right place. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and you're not even talking about flood elevations. Oh, right. yeah. Elevations We're not even talking about Z. <laughs> right. Let's do Z, right? Yes. Yeah. There's an X and a Y and a Z, Z that we all deal with. Yes. So, um, that's that's Melissa in a nutshell, I guess. Well, that's <laughs> what's good, and I think that's what you know in our conversation, uh, our group conversation, and, mm -hmm. and talking about some of those things. That uh, you you know one of the things that was brought up during our group conversation is uh, how bad of self promoters mm -hmm. the serving profession we, mm -hmm. we are. That I think generally we are we are good we are good professionals within surveying mm -hmm. but when it comes to telling the public mm -hmm. telling our peers and really being out there as far as self-promotion public promotion uh it's the branding education. piece that's exactly lacking. exactly right and it should be if you think about it i mean if you're t you are absolutely on par with doctors lawyers engineers done right it's a given right but it's not federally recognized which floored me right are you kidding me I don't care if it's a two-year degree in this state and a four-year degree in that state. It's a profession. Right. We're not talking about skilled labor, which is a whole other whole thing. other issue, yeah. Micro yeah. is my hero. Yeah. Okay. That also needs help, and we can solve world hunger at the end of this. But it's not skilled labor. We use and we need skilled so, labor within... Um, to execute a job. Correct. Right. Yes. I would agree. Right? Yes. So do doctors. So do doctors. So do lawyers. A paralegal skilled help. Yep. Right? An IVT, you know, an IV technician, mm -hmm. that's a skilled that's skilled help from a, for a medical professional. Exactly. You know, I, right. I, 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 there's been several times in and I'll be honest, I've even got a little bit of pushback at times, but I've related surveying and where it could be to the medical profession. Mm -hmm. They're like, well, that's that's a little grandiose. No, it's not. Mm -mm. Because depending on your level of 
education, experience, and certification, that's how far up the chain you go in the nursing field, in right. the medical, in the, in the doctor side of it. Yeah, you go from paralegal to, to trial the, lawyer yes. to judge. I mean, you could do that same leap in any one of those, and that would absolutely fit right into a survey. And you touched on a beautiful subject earlier, which is you start out as Rodman, and you work your way into the office. Now, as you're, you're owning a company, but, well, and aside from now you don't want to run a business, you want to go back outside. Right. But. I want to escape. <laughs> wait a minute. Why am I in the air conditioning all the time? Um, but from there, what specialty? Now we have, even 20 years ago, SUE wasn't what it was. Oh, exactly. Right? It wasn't written yet. What's his name? It's Cardno, right? Yeah. The, the statute wasn't written. The national standard for that, I guess it's not statute yet. I don't actually know. Um, no, yes it is, because in Florida, SUE falls under the survey statute, but right. not for design. But in Georgia and Alabama, it is under the engineering. Yes. I just had this conversation <laughs> with Heather, actually. Um, so, but you could be an expert at utility location, which is SUE. Correct. And that, I guess that's, right. that's, yeah. You could narrow it to, and you were talking about certifications for certain specific things. It, my stepfather was a dermatologist. You don't want him taking out your appendix. No. No. But he took one look at Bobby Bowden and said, you need to wear a hat. Yes. With a brim. <laughs> right? Sure. Because that's what he knew. That's what he knows. Exactly. Right. Everybody in that room has a different piece, and which is why teaming across that exactly. table has been so in, so amazing in Florida because we have so many different disciplines that can be used all over the state. Right. Right? Exactly. So one thing with, that we, we touched on earlier mm. is crafting this message for, mm. for you to go mm -hmm. into a, mm -hmm. a, a group of realtors, into a yeah. group of non-surveyors, mm -hmm. What are some tips and tricks on really, how do you get that point across? And really, what, what, how do you sell what a surveyor is to, to a, a non-survey believer? You're writing a proposal. You're writing a proposal. This is a job, right? You're writing a scope. So if I'm going to talk to realtors, I have to know what it is they're going to use my product for. And as a group, we do this all the time, right? We yes. present on the shiny geospatial and the drone and the thing and the whatever, blah, and the LIDAR, and the, we all have Regal, we all have life, whatever yeah. it is. And everyone in the room is just drooling because they're under 30 and drones are exciting. And then you get into writing the actual proposal with the senior project manager and you go, yeah, that doesn't actually need any of that shiny stuff. We need to be over here. Right. Your deliverable dictates your scope. It's the same thing. Understanding what the realtors are going to use it for and all they need to know is that this piece of paper represents legally what they are transferring to the owner, which is all we do is ownership. True. Right? They don't need an hour presentation. They're realtors. They have an attention span of about 12 minutes. <laughs> right? Yes, yes. And if you give them drinks, you get 40. Yes. So my presentation is literally, depending on how far down a rabbit hole I go or wh what the audience is into, is about 15 minutes. 
sure. 12 to 15 minutes. That's all I get. But what I've done is the only piece of survey that they care about is their lot survey. So I pulled out one of the most atrocious lot surveys I've ever seen in my life, right? And it's in my presentation. The presentation is three slides. Good. Right? Here's your checklist, $300. Now let me explain to you, for $300, right? We all know doctors and lawyers make $150, $200 an hour these days. This pretty picture took a Rodman, an Iman, crew chief, party chief, a CAD technician at least, mm -hmm. and, and a surveyor. And, All of these things. And, and the sur a surveyor. Right. Right. It also included, and I usually pull up the entire statute and put it right next to it. Right. So that's my second one. Okay. This tiny, what you call tiny and easy sketch. Right. Started here. Half the time I'll say and. That doesn't include deed research. That doesn't include digging up a plat, which they all understand what plats are. Right. Right? Yes. Oh, it's a platted subdivision, so we just need a lot and block. Uh, no. No. Not always. It still nice. needs to be, even at the basic level, it still needs to be verified, blah, 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 blah. And I have at the bottom dollars per hour. And they're real, right? That's real. They're real dollars per hour. How many hours and how many minutes it takes for each task. To really do those to tasks. To actually do a lot survey, and I'm at $2,800. Yeah. They, every single one of them, oh, wow, right. They just don't know. They don't know. They don't know. So for an engineering group, though, it's the same thing. You, you know your audience. For an engineering group, I'll usually do, if it's a small firm, you can touch on, you can touch on drones, you can touch on... Literally anything. Um, if it's civil, um, you know, pull out a small Taco Bell site, right? Which right. looks easy. Looks easy. And they're going to design on top of it, right? And build in all of the work. Say that the parcel's been passed down from so-and-so to such-and-such, and it was, you know, it's now 100 years in the same family, and the deed's from God knows when, you know. 1870 whatever and I have to actually go physically to the courthouse and get it which is not in my town mm -hmm. right which is some other county right only they're closed on Tuesdays at three for some reason <laughs> you know I don't know um it, but yeah it really I do approach it just like if it was an RFQ it's a request for qualification understand what they're looking for and back into it make it simple make it clear make it short like that make it short that's good. Right. Because these are, the realtors not so much. You make it short for them, like I said. They, they, they're not paying attention half the time. But for an engineering group, like a lunch and learn, they have so many of those. And it's not for CEUs. They're not getting anything out of it. They're munching on their Jimmy Johns and they're not paying attention. Pick a subject. Is it SUE and survey? Is it boundary work and survey? Is it, and I don't like geospatial as a topic because it covers entirely too, too broad, much too broad it's too much right a specific thing what do i do with micro drones versus drones right, right. the larger drones that have a 55 pound payload that are as long as the table mm -hmm. oh that's how big and that usually gets their attention because when you say drone they're talking about something that's you know something they have at home it's the it's yeah. the one they have at home and that's not sometimes it's what we use but not often I mean, even the micro drones are pretty good size. Pretty, yeah. yeah, I mean, you have to carry a 
scanner and they're not light. Mm -hmm. They're getting better. They're getting lighter, right? Um, so that's that's my th that's my thought process is start with the deliverable. It's what we do all the, all day long. Don't make it harder than it has to be. Well, that's just it, and that you know that's part of what we talked about in our, in uh, our presentation this afternoon is that because because the surveyor is they're good at their job. They're, and I think I think overall we've got mm -hmm. a, an industry of great mm -hmm. practitioners. Yes. But nowhere along there did they really gain that business knowledge, formal business knowledge. No. And we said this earlier too. Lawyers have the same problem. Engineers have the same yes. problem. They learn ethics. They, nobody learns their taxes. Nobody learns how to run a business once you get out. And yet each one of these professions that's an avenue that is mo that is that is common. Right. You know, we are all. What is the Peter Principle? We're all yes. promoted to the level of our own incompetence. Yes. Right. Yes. Or lack of interest. Or lack of interest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not interested in doing my taxes. Yes. How many, how many survey firms do you know that have closed because they couldn't maintain their equipment, they didn't pay their taxes because they didn't know how. Right. They, they, they weren't at a profit margin that they could maintain because they didn't have the skill set. How many people have been sold to a larger firm? They, could, they couldn't maintain it. Right. right. And again, that's a, that's a whole other thing. But it is something you have in common with other professions. Yes. Right. So if you're asking to do a presentation or you're trying to build camaraderie, that's an easy one. Right. I feel your pain. Right. Right. Well, and I guess that's part of what you know. This this whole topic is how do you know how do we sell surveying, and who we are, what we do, what we're responsible for to the general public, um, mm -hmm. and like and you touching on realtors is good, engineers are good. Mm -hmm. So I'll throw I'll throw a little bit of a wild card at mm -hmm. you. Parents, parents of any age school children that you might trying to convince you know not to convince them. Explain to them what you do, what mm -hmm. we do, mm -hmm. um, to where maybe if their kid might be interested in just something like like this. Sure. Um, you know, how many mom, you know, play dates have I been on where we all do that? We have a glass of wine in our hand and go, so what do you do? Right. And everyone is always shocked with, oh, I'm in surveying and mapping. Well, what does that even mean? Right. Right. You don't. And I changed my response from survey because people think that I talk to people and ask them questions in the mall mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't yes no, I don't care what your opinion is yes um, surveying and mapping and then they kind of go oh well, what is that and then I've got 30 seconds yes right literally an elevator speech literally <laughs> literally an elevator speech that's right um, and it varies but it's I draw maps. That's the fastest, easiest, I draw maps. And then then they will ask, oh, you mean like the state maps? Mm, no. 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 Yes, we could do that. Mm. But we have Labans for that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and then it goes from there and you can say, okay, well, an engineer designs a building, I'm the foundation. Um, how did you get into that? Oh, I went to a CAD class and I learned the program and then I picked the industry and it sort of and I wrote this down when you were talking 
and it's most in survey have a uh, fell into it story. Yes. It fell into it, right? And I wrote underneath that, this is when I decided to kidnap you after your, <laughs> after your speech. How do we as a profession get the word out about what we do, right? Right. And it's tiny conversations. It is. Right? It's tiny conversations. It's on a grander scheme. Um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you have a national platform, and you're having trouble getting an audience, right? Yes. Um, encouraging children. It's easier on that. What did you say? The um, future farmers, the FFA, right? FFA, the Scouts, the Boy Scouts, um, any of those existing groups that are still dragging the kids outside. Um, and the other thing is too, I was sitting next to Don and he said the same thing. He said, no, it's it's easier to sell what we do and encourage young people who are already outside. And I think that does a disservice because we're not outside so, all the time anymore. Right. right, exactly. The other piece of that is don't discourage your, and I think you said this, don't discourage your kid from being on the PlayStation. Yes. You, they are currently building a skill set that is very useful to us. Yes. Right? Building a database, faster processing, faster extraction, being able to read and write code. Wouldn't well, that be wonderful? Well, that's something good. And I, I wrote an article about this not that long ago that it just I, I stumbled onto this a while back and it's fascinating to me. Spatial intelligence. Mm -hmm. And how the kids today, because of the gaming platforms, because of the... Mm -hmm. The, the activities they're in, they can take things and they can see things in 3D on a 2D screen. Right. That The things that we had to do isometric drawings for. Correct. And had to go, oh, right, if I turn the cube. But yes. it was on a, it was pencil. Right. She does it on the, just with her Oculus. Well, that's just it. And I, right. <laughs> so it's, you know, I always, I always this, this kind of dates me a little bit. You know, oh, we're the, all dated in here. Well, yeah, that's true. It's a surveying profession. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the, the, the thing on the early internet of the the, the dancing the, the, the dancer, is she spinning clockwise or okay, counterclockwise? Well, it depends on what your mind is picking up. Right. My point being is is that it seems like the spatial intelligence these, mm -hmm. these kids are developing early, mm -hmm. they can see that stuff in 3D. Um, on on a two D screen, yep. or with their with their Oculus, yeah, right and their, all, all, yeah. all of that stuff, um, and we're talking point clouds, we're talking digital mm -hmm. twins, we're talking mm -hmm. all of this stuff. Right. They're developing that skill set early on that they don't even know. It's yet. a concept they don't have to learn as an adult. Right. right. We had to pick this skill up as adults. Right. Right. Even if we're twenty, that's still counts right we've already done our development we're trying to come up with a concept they already have right it's tangible to them and in other states you can't like what you said photogrammetrists versus right it's that and, and I think most of the room here would get very defensive about Point clouds are great, but they're nothing without control. Right. Right. And in Florida, those are married. 
Right. The gray area that I'm finding in the last two years is the larger engineering firms are buying drones and scanners. Yes. And doing inspection. Yes. Ooh. Mm-hmm. That's gray. Oh, it's right. definitely gray. So to explain, and that's one of the that's one of the topics I hit on with engineering firms is that's fine, but the moment you use that information for design, or or use that loc as a location, now you're in survey and you're violating statute. Yes. The first time I said that to a room full of engineers, they no, no, no. every single one of them went. Oh. oh. Like. They understand when you put it in terms like that because they don't want us doing. I mean, there was a whole, I don't remember when it was, some years ago, you know, cut and fill calculations. Well, is that design? Stormwater. I mean, in Georgia, it's part of the survey statute. Hydrology, I forget exactly what the term they use. Hmm. So there's this what's yours, what's mine, stay out of my sandbox, stay out of your sandbox. But since the drones are so readily available now. Right. right. Well, that's just it. We're not and it's lic- user friendly now. Yeah. We're not licensing this technology. Nope, we're not. It's, it's, it's the data and what it's used for it's, at the end. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's the knowledge base right. and it's the application. Mm-hmm. And it's funny that surveys, to me, branding surveyors up until about five years ago, you could use... Do you know how many presidents yeah. were served? Well, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. How many presidents were doctors? Mm-hmm. Um, At least the first, all of Mount Rushmore, right? Right. Except for, is Lincoln on Mount Rushmore? Yes. So, no. He was a lawyer. Right. right? Three out of four. Mm-hmm. Right. It's one of the oldest professions. And since... You know, it's yes. an HR violation. We won't mention the other one. <laughs> yes, exactly. But it is, right? And you have to, so children, if you're looking at a, a, a group of kids and you have, again, they've got, you've got 15 minutes, right? And the scavenger hunts are great, but they take a lot of effort to set up. And if you're going to get a group like this to come in and talk, I think that it would be really useful if we could set up a easy, basic, presentation that that you could download off the national website and if x surveyor wants to go into x middle school these are geared towards middle school kids this one's geared towards college kids this one's geared to engineering group this is and pick through them and they're generic right you know but but they're at a national level yes right um and have some sort of template then your delivery is the same, right? I mean, if you brand for a company, this is what you do, right? The logo is all the same. You don't have different logos on the letterhead. Right. It's, I think we need that. I, I like that idea. I truly do. I, it's I effort. Think, well, it's effort. <laughs> I think I think what does hang up our profession quite a bit, um, and I guess I hate to I hate to kind of put it back on Hollywood, but it's uh, yeah. it, it's it is it's the delivery mm-hmm. because we all know that surveyor that hi kids this is a transit this is a change yeah yeah 
And <laughs> we were all just, trained by this guy. Yeah, well, exactly. Right, right, right. And, Not and, everybody's an Alan Nobles, right? And and it and it, and it, and it was a guy. It was an old man. Of course, <laughs> of course, right? Because he's the one with the time and the interest, and yes. he wants to impart his knowledge, and, and it's admirable and boring as all hell. So you ha- But again, I'll go back to a large enough company has a person like me that that's what they do. They brand the company. They are the subject matter expert to a point. They can give the presentation. They are respected but they're not boring. They're not overly detailed, let's say. Um, if, if an engineer comes up after a presentation I've given, thankfully I've got 22 years of experience and I can continue the conversation. Right. Um, and at least point them in the right direction. You know, if, you, if this is really what you wanna go, if you wanna learn more about this on your own, this is a website, this is this, I can come back and give another presentation on that particular subject. Um, to a different group of engineers. I did that, um, I won't mention the engineering firm's name, but I was in Charlotte and I gave a presentation on SUE. And the cost analysis for paying up front for level A versus level D, which is asking the guy with the keys where he thinks he put a valve. Right. In 1970, <laughs> whatever. Yes. <laughs> which is, uh, to be fair, which is sometimes more accurate than a level B. Sometimes. Sometimes. You're <laughs> he right. He knows exactly right. where he put that valve. Right. Not always. Not always, yes. That is, that is an exception to the rule. And uh, so I came in and I did that. And then um, one of the engineers in there was, oh, I forget exactly, who oh, was structural. He was a structural guy. And he was asking about, uh, oh, because we showed a BIM model of the existing utilities in the ground once we exposed them. And he said, well, did, can you do that for existing structures? Yes, it's a different technology. But yes, I can. He says, oh, so you can, you can give me as built, you, that, that term was right, right? It's fine, I understand what, I understand what you're saying. He says, because I have this building and I have to retrofit and I have to do and blah, 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 and if I had 2D drawings are fine, but I have to do all of the HVAC and I have to rearrange all the. I said, listen, we can scan inside. You can set up a scanner anywhere, scan whatever you want and model it. Absolutely. He says, well, can you can you come back and give that? Yes, I can come back and give that talk. From that one SUE presentation, I came back and did interior scanning. Um, gentleman in there was with their land group, so I came back and did a right away and land acquisition. Nice. I was there five times in four months. Good. From one talk. From one talk. And it was five different groups, right? They all needed something different that we provide, and they didn't understand the levels of intricacy and the levels of, I mean, we talk about precision versus accuracy. But just explaining the difference between those two things to an engineer who understands the same math we do. Right. The looks on their faces. The looks of enlightenment on Mm -hmm. on these guys who've been doing this work. I mean, they're our same age, right? They're 45 plus. Right. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, we do the same math. Exactly. We use it in a different way. Well, and I I guess that that was one reason I wanted to sit down and have this conversation because... You, you just hit on it. It's that 
it's it's having that initial conversation mm -hmm. that sparks that interest mm -hmm. that that makes that connection mm -hmm. that has the has that audience mm -hmm. that target audience asking okay that, I, now I understand that right. now what about this mm -hmm. and you get a chance to explain it it's 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 setting that stage to where you have an opportunity to explain mm -hmm. more about what we do that's right and it all starts with that initial pitch one conversation and so it's that's one conversation that's really what uh, I guess that's what really sparked me to want to sit down and, and talk about this because it, it really enthused me to hear you explain how you went about doing mm -hmm. your presentations. And mm -hmm. I think more people need to, to, to hear that. It's not hard. It just it has to right. be done the right with the right tone, with the right character, with the right amount of enthusiasm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Get in. And I occasionally, that was a shocking you just met me, but this is shocking. Occasionally, I overdo. <laughs> Occasionally, I'm too much. And I do have to watch that piece because I do, this is something that it just bothers me. Like, lack of respect for any, any person for any reason bothers me. Um, but especially for an entire industry. It, it floors me. And I've seen it for 25 years. Right. And now it bothers me. Right now I'm old enough where I'm like, you know what? Mm -hmm. It's not annoying anymore. I, I, this is, we gotta. Yes. You know, what can we do? That's why I asked. What can I do? What can we do? What, right? Um, micro's expensive. We'll put it that way. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We looked at him for the FMEA, so that's the Florida Municipal Electric Association speaker. Oh, and, yes. And um, we got Derek Brooks instead, <laughs> who's a wonderful human being. Right. But I love, and I have plagiarized. I've given him credit, so I guess it's not plagiarizing. I have absolutely used his statements in presentations. It's name recognition. People in trades love him. Um, I don't use him in presentations for survey. Right? Okay. I did. When I first, when this was a first, right genius, yeah. genius in quotation marks, I did. But what I didn't want to do is shine that labor light on us, yes. right? I, I wanted yeah. to be that profession, and so when I do, I do very similar presentations for linemen and utilities. And they are a labor force, and I do use his speeches and his talks and his likeness when I talk to the linemen, when I'm trying to encourage young people to be in to be line work, that's what I do use. Because that is exactly the target audience. Sure. Right. But I've got away from it for us. You're right. right. It's, it, it gets a little bit touchy there. Yeah, the profession if I'm, versus If I'm in occupation. a school and I and I'm in a school or if I'm somewhere more rural, um, I will use him because you're trying to attract Rodman field crews. You know, but that is something we do need, and that is tech would be considered a trade, mm -hmm. right? Um, and so I do it for that. You know, it's I, I say it over and over again because it's it, it it seems easy, but it's know your audience. Okay. Well, here, here's a I'll say a left field question, but something I've thought about. Sure. Um, 
given who our audience is mm -hmm. and trying to either to promote this to the public, what have you, or even trying to develop uh, develop some material to mm -hmm. help our profession sure. figure out how to do this. Uh, is there? Do you think it's possible for our profession to take on uh, whether it be like a TED Talk type situation Whoa. or even a master class type situation? Just throwing oh. it out there because I, 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 I'm wondering how we can develop some tools to help our profession tell this story. It needs to get out, right? And I don't want to do a YouTube video. You know what I mean? Like that's right. And again, I don't want to do a YouTube video because it's not professional. Right. TED Talk would be much more professional. A master class in this is what we do. That would be phenomenal. And I have to be honest, I've never watched a master class, so I don't know how they're structured. Right. Right? I mean, I know that, what's his name, Gordon Ramsay has one on how, and it's it would be easier to do that. This is how I cook. Right. Right. Is it a class? I guess we would be educating. But TED Talks are more, this is the material, right? Right. And then they're advertised and promoted and, and things like that. Um, I like the podcasts. I, I wouldn't mind doing a TED Talk or structuring a master class. I don't know what you would... Do you think our profession could could actually... Do we have the capability to benefit from it, I guess, is the thing. Well, it's not that we would be direct we would be indirectly benefiting from it in the long run, right? Sure. It would be a branded message. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Right. So, yes. But would we immediately see revenue dollars from that? No. no. Right. No. Oh, exactly. You know, is any of this going to mean more dollars in your pocket? Yeah, that's just it. Right. Yeah. What it's going to, what we're, not, that's not what we're looking for. No. That's not the deliver. That's not what we're that's not why we're here. What we're here is I want more people in the industry. Correct. In order to continue to do what we're doing because if we don't if we don't bolster the bottom line with new interest, it will be an engineering function here soon. Yes. Absolutely. Because they do the same math. There is no real reason why they can't do what we do. Exactly. The opposite is true too, and that's the message you need to put forward, right? Because every engineer you talk right. to is confident enough to say, oh, I could do what they do. They're not wrong. It would take experience, and it would take using the math differently, but they're right. just as smart. Right. Right? It's application of knowledge. They need to be aware that, guess what? We could do what you do too. Because it's application of knowledge. Water does flow downhill. We know it that. It does. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> and AutoCAD will do cut field calculations now. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. We're good. we're good to go. All right. Right. Well, well I appreciate your time. This sure. has been a fun conversation. Yeah. And um, maybe if we kick off a TED Talk series, maybe... Uh, oh, maybe, I'm in. Yeah. We, there's definitely going to be a, a repeat, I'm all in. repeat guest. So. <laughs> Uh, well, Melissa, thank you sure. for joining us. Thank you for the, the interaction today earlier with the, with the presentation mm -hmm. and sticking around and just uh, shooting the breeze about this because this is important about how we deliver that all-important message to our public, to our other practitioners on how to deliver to the public, 
uh, all of these things. And uh, right. I think you provided a bunch of great insights. And I think, just to sum it up on in my end, is that I don't necessarily... I, I'm not sure I would focus as your group. I would not focus solely on, okay, we've got to get in front of kids. We've got to get in front of parents. We have to get in front of engineering firms. We have to do all of these things. Right. And then it gets... Then it, then it gets to be too big a project. Correct, right? yes. You don't have enough staff to do all of those little things. Right. But you hit on it. If you could do the TED Talk, you could do a master class series, then the only thing you're doing is you're promoting that piece that sends the same consistent message every time. Right. If you can kick that out to the public in general, you're going to reach kids, you're going to reach parents, you're going to reach engineers. And then those of us who are doing what, I, what we do anyway, we're just going to dovetail off of that. Right? Exactly. No, so that's good that's, stuff. That's the way to do that. Well, that's one reason I wanted to sit down and <laughs> capture this conversation. You heard it from her. She's, she, and I don't sleep much, so call me anytime. Uh, she, well, she knows what she speaks of because uh, it, it's very well presented. Well, Melissa, thank you again for, oh, thank you. for joining this us. Oh, thank you. This is great. No, we'll... Uh, uh, I can, I can, like I said, I can see, I can see repeat conversations mm-hmm. coming up, and uh, maybe even more. So, yeah. Well, that'll wrap it for this week on Surveyor Says. We do have a couple more great things coming up, and uh, some website things that we're going to talk about in the near future, and lots of other things. So, stick around wherever you subscribe. Uh, please do. Thanks. You've been listening to the Surveyor Says Podcast, brought to you by the National Society of Professional Surveyors. If you have any questions about today's episode or any other topic, please email us at info at nsps.us.com, and we are here to help. Visit our website, nsps.us.com, to learn more about our association, the programs we administer and support, our sustaining members, and information about future episodes of Surveyor Says. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, as well as our podcast host, Podbean. And remember, it's a great day to be a surveyor.